Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Ascent Conversations podcast. My name is Mark. And I'm Roberta. And today we are joined by one of our best friends in the whole world, Amy. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for agreeing to do this. Um, today we are going to be having a conversation about friendship. And so I thought it'd be really cool to uh, right at the beginning, jump in and for one of you to maybe pick up and share about how you guys became friends. Sure. So Mark and Roberta moved here in 2015 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I met them once during their interview process <laughs> and they came over to my parents' house for lunch and we got to know them and I thought they were great. And then I got a Facebook message probably the end of july or beginning yeah. of august actually i think we checked it was august 4th <laughs> we know the day know. it's, it's our friend anniversary it's our friend anniversary and roberta had messaged me after meeting her only once and just said hey i think we should be friends let's hang out <laughs> and i was like okay that sounds good let's go out and so i picked her up and we went to Newburger and hit it off right away and i felt like right away it was we had a, a good chemistry and good connection mm -hmm. and yeah it was awesome yeah, and I just really, when we moved here, I'm like, I need friends and I need community. And I think so much of the church, like that's what we're called to have is mm -hmm. community. Yeah. Like God has called us to be part of a church, to serve with people, to be amongst people. And so I remember moving here and Mark and I knew no one. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, Jesus, I need friends because I'm going to die here without people. <laughs> like can't just be Mark and I, like we need friendships, we need people around us. And I just remember meeting Amy and being like, you know what? She looks like a person who could be my friend. And I just decided to be her friend. And it almost feels like a first date when you ask to hang out with someone yeah. on a friendship, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you kind of message them and you're like, hey, I really want to have coffee with you. Um, but that was just so awesome. Like just taking that step and doing that. And yeah, we've loved being friends. Yeah. So. <laughs> and we've said multiple times, both of us, I think, have said it, that like this isn't, we have like a God-breathed friendship. Yeah. And I fully believe that, that I mm -hmm. in that point in my life, I needed a friend like you to come in and yeah it's been awesome it's mutual <laughs> it's a love fest on this podcast and we love mark as well we do. <laughs> we're friends too. with mark too we're friends with mark but really yeah no and you know what and i yeah we are really good friends and and we have a a, a core group of people that we just have decided we're going to do life together mm -hmm. and we're going to be accountable to each other yeah. um we're going to just support each other and be there for each other no matter what and mm -hmm. i think that's really really cool um so you, you said it was God breathed and, and I think that's such a cool part of it, just kind of how God had brought you guys together. Mm -hmm. But you guys have also put in a lot of work and I think our entire group has put in a lot of work. Mm -hmm. So on, on that front, I, I think a lot of people can look at certain friendships between certain people or, or look at a group or, or look at a re relationship and, and they want it, but they don't know how to get it. Mm -hmm. And I think a key part of building great friendships is putting in the work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so maybe let's spend a few minutes talking about um, the actual work that you guys put mm -hmm. in because you guys didn't just grow this amazing friendship. Like mm -hmm. you guys have only known each other for like four years yeah. and no one would know it. Mm -hmm. I, I think looking at you guys and, and looking at our group, people would be like, wow, these guys must have went to kindergarten yeah. together. Yeah. And, and there's just such a deep connection. Yeah. Um, but it took a lot of work to get there. And so maybe let's touch on a few of the dynamics that are required to take a friendship to that kind of a level because mm -hmm. I think people look at it they want it mm -hmm. but how do you actually get there what have what have you guys done and I'll chime in with what what I've done and, and what we've done as a group to mm -hmm. kind of get to that place I think even just to say like people look at dating relationships and they're like yeah we have to date like we have to go out with this person but they don't see that for friendships they kind of think mm -hmm. friendships are passive 
you know, it's like friendships just happen and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we'll hang out, we'll see each other once a month. And partly I think, I think Amy and I were very extroverted. Yeah. So we also should say that because people are going to hear this and be like, wow, they see each other <laughs> yeah. a lot. But we literally just have yeah. energy from each other. Like yeah. we have energy being around people. So I think first of all, like we constantly check in with each other. Mm-hmm. And I like think daily, d- yeah, daily yeah. we'll send a text. Um, we see each other at church. That's a huge part of our friendship mm-hmm. is serving together, um, attending church. We work out together. We just came from the gym and it's almost like <laughs> <laughs> props to us. <laughs> But I also think like we really are intentional about our friendship and it's not just something that like has happened and, Mm -hmm. and there's been times we've made each other better when it's hurt. Mm -hmm. Like I think people could look on Instagram or look on the outside and be like, oh, they must just all love each other all the time. And it's like, no, like we've worked through things. Like we've gone through some stuff. We've gone through some stuff. Like we've, we've pushed each other. We've called, you know, yeah, called things out in each other. Yeah. So I think a huge part is intentionality. And I want to jump in there before you kind of share Amy, because Um, You guys are extroverted and I'm introverted. Yeah. And so for me, that intentionality is so much more important. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I have to try really hard because there's days um, when I just don't want to hang out, when I don't want to go out, when I want to like just chill and be by myself. And sometimes I do that because Mm -hmm. I realize that I'm no good to anyone if I'm not taking care of myself. So I need that. I need that time to myself Mm -hmm. to just chill. Um, But I have to try really hard sometimes to be intentional and just mm-hmm. be like, okay, I'm going out or okay, I'm going to make sure I answer that text or, or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think that's such a key part of it is just mm-hmm. that intentional pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, stretching yourself out of even your own like personality mm-hmm. um, and, and just reaching out mm-hmm. when you need it um, because you know, ultimately you need it. Maybe not in that moment, but long term. Yeah. 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 And I think another big part of it is that willingness to be vulnerable. Yeah. And I think that's built by spending so much time together and Mm -hmm. really doing life together. It's not just let's go grab a coffee and catch up about our last month of work or whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's, this is what's going on in my heart and my soul. And Mm -hmm. I need you to pray for this or like, this is an area of my life that needs some work. Can you speak into that? And that's been something that right from the beginning, Mm -hmm. close to the beginning, I would say is that we've had and that Mm -hmm. um, we've invited each other into that and said like, I trust you and Mm -hmm. you're, part of my counsel and so yeah being willing to be vulnerable and and go deeper yeah and I think I mean people are gonna like kind of figure out for them what a friendship what do you want it to look like Mm -hmm. and so if you want a deep friendship it's gonna take work it's gonna take being vulnerable it's gonna take checking in and now this isn't to say I mean we do see each other quite a lot (laughs) because we go to church we we work out together so sometimes it's just seeing each other at the gym and whatever but I think probably on average, we're at least seeing each other three, four days a week. At least, yeah. Um, so that is a lot. But I think you should be seeing your best friends at least once a week. Yeah. And just and building into that relationship because I have been so encouraged in my faith through our friendships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've been so encouraged to not quit my calling because my friends are picking me up and encouraging me. Mm-hmm. And that's what God calls us to live in. And Paul even says, give up everything, just kind of live together communally, yeah. like you know, this is important because that's encouraging each other. And so it's, it's so important to be doing that. Yeah. And I think for me, like a huge part of my faith journey is, has to do with our friends. And it was like going on, going to the Hillsong conference together Mm -hmm. and reading different books together and doing Mm -hmm. book studies and praying over each other. And so that is like a fundamental part of my faith journey and what, and I think even just, yeah, the inspiration I've received from or that I've taken from friends of looking at their life and thinking, okay, I want to be more like that. And mm-hmm. so surrounding yourself with people that you want to be like, yes. I think is important. Yeah, that's so huge. 
because you are the, some of the five closest people to you. Yeah. yeah. And so if mm-hmm. your five closest friends are negative, mm-hmm. um, maybe I would even say not really following Jesus, mm-hmm. it's probably not the greatest yeah. to have those people in your council. Yeah. They're not going to give you the greatest advice. And, and I've had moments where, you know, you have sat me down and you've been like, Roberta, like, I see this, like, you need to trust me. You're not feeling it, but trust me, I'm mm-hmm. seeing this. And that's so huge. And I trust that because you've loved Jesus and you want what's best for me. So that's so important. And I think believing the best in each other. We've yes. had that conversation yes. a few times of like, even if we don't fully understand what's going on or mm-hmm. we can't see the whole picture, I think we've chosen to believe the best in each yeah. other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's huge. Um, one of the things that has been kind of tossed around by both of you is this idea of counsel. And so for someone who's listening who doesn't, you know, know what that means or, or maybe like in our context and, and at the Ascent, we talk about, you know, having your counsel and then having, um, you know, a crowd of people around you. Um, but the whole premise is, is that not everyone gets the same access to mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And so you have to love everyone. You have to treat everyone with respect. Um, it's not about a tier system or these people are better and I'm going to treat them mm-hmm. better or, or I don't like those people as much, so I'm not going to hang out with them. Mm-hmm. But it's about access to your heart and access to your soul. And so um, as human beings, we can't be we can't be best friends with everyone. Yeah. And so there's a few people who we, we, we teach out like, hey, there's even Jesus did this. He had 12 disciples, mm-hmm. but he had three of them who he was really close with. And then he had mm-hmm. one who he, he just loved. Yeah. And so we kind of take that approach to relationships and friendships and say, okay, we need to have obviously our, our larger group of people around us, but then we need to have just this council, this mm-hmm. this core group of people. That's maybe like three, maybe it's five, maybe it's six people who you can um, really depend on and go to for advice mm-hmm. and, and wisdom. And and I think for you know you guys and, and for us is a, a huge step has been let's let's define our council yeah. and 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 then everyone else and let's give access to our hearts and our lives to those who have earned it and deserve mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. and then you're actually able to trust each other and um so maybe talk about like that process because um, it's going to be u- unique and different but how do you determine who is your counsel mm-hmm. how do you determine who's kind of going to be those top five people again not in how you treat them no. or how you respect mm-hmm. them or how you love them but just in terms of giving them access mm-hmm. and then maybe talk about for you guys why that's been important mm-hmm. to not just like share everything with everyone yeah. and try to you know please everyone <laughs> Oh, yeah. Pleasing everyone's exhausting. <laughs> I think too, like, it's not to say you're not welcoming and loving to everyone. You mm-hmm. said that. Like, we, yeah. we go to church and we go to things and we still talk to people. Like, yeah. we're not just, you know, like, guys, stay away. Like, mm-hmm. I'm only going to talk to my friends. Talk to my friends. No yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's not what our intention is. I think for a council, they've proven themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it didn't, you know, Amy didn't become my council overnight. Mm-hmm. You didn't become my husband overnight. Yeah. Like, those were earned roles and they took time. And, and I think of our other friends too. Like, those were, we've seen kind of, they've proven their track record. And I think looking at how someone walks out their faith and, mm-hmm. and saying like, yeah, hey, huge. where do I want to be? I see what they're doing. And just, you know, coming to them with a few things and, and how that goes and then yeah. opening up more. And yeah, I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah. And I think not having someone that just says, oh yeah, you're right. I feel so bad for you. Mm. Like I need people that are going to say, no, this is, you screwed up in this area. Yeah. <laughs> like, call me out a little yeah. bit because I don't just want people that are, always picking my side sometimes yes. as nice as that would be but <laughs> I think it's important that there's some impartiality and yeah, yeah and wisdom there well and I think it's loving that person so much 
that like you have to say it. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to tell them yeah. like, hey, I see what you're mm-hmm. doing. And we've invited each other into that. So if I see someone doing something and they haven't invited me into that, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be like, hey, Joe, like you never talked to me about this, but I'm definitely going to just yeah. bring you in here. But I think it's really inviting people into that and then allowing them to speak into it. Yeah. And I think we had like a DTR define the relationship <laughs> conversation. Of, you like, need it. You're my counsel. Like yeah. I don't think it... It needs to be said yeah. and talked about. It needs about. to be defined. Yes. So for me, I have you know those people in my life as well. And I actually have picked up the phone yeah. and said, hey, I love you and I know you love me. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it has just happened organically and we just have that established through you know more casual conversations. But there's been some people who have like, I know you're not trying to use me or live vicariously through yeah. me. Yeah. You're not going to abuse this this privilege yes. to speak into my life. And so would you play this role? And mm-hmm. then they can respond. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to be there for you in that way. Mm-hmm. But you have to have that DTR. Mm-hmm. You have to have that, that, that conversation that solidifies and defines where you guys are at as yeah. friends. Because otherwise... You have no idea. And then someone, you could be walking around like, ah, I see this, but I don't know if I'm allowed to speak right. into their life. Yes. Yeah. Or you're just like, yeah, all your friends are yes men or yes yeah. women. And they're just like, yeah, you're awesome. And you made a mistake, but you know, who cares? And, yeah. and they don't really challenge you or make you better. Yeah. So I think you're right on that. You need to, you need to define it. Yeah. And I think too, sometimes people might think they're closer with someone than they are. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, they don't know that. And I think, you know, so many people at the Ascent have said to me, like, you know, I'm lonely. Yeah. I don't have friends. Yeah. And that breaks my heart because mm-hmm. God wants us to live in community. Mm-hmm. And the thing, I mean, we would you say this about dating relationships? Like, are you the one that you're looking for is looking mm-hmm. for, right? We'd mm-hmm. always say, become the one before you find the yeah. one, whatever <laughs> that was. Um, I think be the friend that you want to have. Yeah. Absolutely. That's huge. Yeah. It's so, like, you can take those steps. You can yeah. text that person. And it's a risk. Of course it is. Like, mm-hmm. when I messaged Amy, I was like, she could be thinking I'm so weird right now. <laughs> and that was bold. Like, I had never <laughs> in my life experienced hmm. someone, like, reaching out in that way. Yeah, so either. I remember you telling me, <laughs> I remember you telling me, like, I'm just going to message Amy. And I was like, that's a little, like, upfront and like... <laughs> I think you said, you're. that's forward. <laughs> yeah, like, that's weird. But it paid off and I think like sometimes in friendships you've got to take those leaps of faith Mm -hmm. especially if you feel like you can connect with someone yes Mm -hmm. and like like it's like have that awkward conversation like we're so afraid of the awkward I would rather and here's the thing awkward moments are going to happen all the time I would rather intentionally walk into awkward than accidentally walk into awkward (laughs) like if I can control it and like mandate that and like what's the worst that happens they're like ah no I'm busy that day yeah. yeah. Right. Like, yeah. there's nothing bad that can come out of it, mm-hmm. except for you know being a little uncomfortable mm-hmm. and it not working out. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's true. so it's so important to like if you're looking for if you're listening to this you're like I want those friends you can have those friends you gotta mm-hmm. be that friend though mm-hmm. and so go to those people and encourage people like friendship is about encouragement in your calling encouragement in your work encouragement in life and faith and all those things. Mm-hmm. Another thing is to put yourself in positions to make friends. So don't just sit home and be like, I wish I was friends and go on Instagram, right? That's the mm-hmm. worst thing we do. Browsing Instagram, yeah. seeing oh, everyone, seeing everyone else's friends. Like, I don't yeah. have that yeah. and oh, feeling bad. Yeah. I wish that my friend group would do this or I wish I could do this. And that's not going to help you. Mm-hmm. Comparison is going to kill any joy or any hope you have in even finding friends because they're not going to live up to that expectation that you see on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, that's not true either. What you're seeing, you're seeing people's You're seeing the moments. highlights. Yeah. yeah. You're so seeing many one highlights. Hangout. Yeah. 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 And I think like people can look at any friendship and yeah, see those moments. Yeah. And, and I think if you have a friendship 
that is deep mm-hmm. out beyond those you know all smiles everyone having yeah. a good time mm-hmm. at the party there's for sure been tears yes. there's yeah. for sure <laughs> been arguments yeah. and frustration there's been times where it's like hey stop what you're doing mm-hmm. i'm driving to your place because we yeah. need to have a conversation yeah. Yeah. right there's all these hard things um but anyway sorry i interrupted you go on um, no that's just great though i think that's huge like people want the highlight reel without yeah. the low light yeah. that it got like yeah. took to get there yeah. yeah and the effort it took to get there yeah mm-hmm. no i totally agree i think one way going back to you saying like put yourself in environments for me it was serving with uprising yeah and some of my best friends are youth leaders mm-hmm. because you're already starting with something that you have in common yeah you're serving which is not only super fun but life-giving and you're growing together in the same direction which I think is really Mm -hmm. cool Mm -hmm. and there's blessings in serving and I think that that's one of the ways that I've been super blessed is being involved in different ministries Mm -hmm. um, and meeting people through that and I think that's part of doing life with each other Mm -hmm. yeah so I think if you have a friendship and you expect it to grow and 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 get and go deep but all you do is go for coffee once a month yeah like that's really hard but when you put yourself in a place where you're actually like serving jesus together and being the church together yeah yeah pursuing a greater mission and a greater calling like that's doing real life with Mm -hmm. someone so um it's so important to put yourself in an environment where you can do real life with someone so yeah serving at church Mm -hmm. i think like you know for me even being an introvert like if you're an introvert or maybe you feel like one like ah you know this is too hard i'm just gonna stay home like go to that worship night yeah. go to that young adult ministry yeah. Yeah. go to that thing that your friends invited you to or, or just like go to the event like yeah. do what you gotta do to like yeah. get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and get in that space yeah um and especially like if you're hanging out with like a couple friends and they invite invite other friends right yeah i think when you have two groups that are mixing you're like ah, i don't want to go yeah <laughs> but like what a great way to meet more people more people yeah right and you might not become best friends with them but yeah. you might yeah you and actually you might you never know and then i think once you're there step out and yes. go up to people which i suck at and hate doing <laughs> all the time and i've had to be pushed by yeah. you yeah. <laughs> so many times and sometimes you have to force yourself and be like okay i'm gonna count to three and just say hi and yeah. then Hopefully the conversation goes. Don't count there. out loud, but yeah. no. <laughs> One, two, three. Hi. <laughs> um, and I think that's so so important. So, for for whatever reason, there's this idea, especially in the church, that when someone is new and they walk into the church, um, all of a sudden. Um, the world is supposed to revolve around Mm. them. And it's like, I went to this new ministry or I went to this new church and I stood there for five minutes and no one came and talked to me. Mm -hmm. And, and, and there's almost this idea. It's it's weird because like you don't go to Polo Park, like you don't go to the mall, stand in the middle of the food court, then leave angry (laughs) and write the, write the owner of the mall. Like I stood in the food court for five (laughs) minutes and no one came to take my order. It's like, no, huh. you actually have to take the first yeah. step. You yeah. have to yeah. engage. It's and hard. a lot of people will say, well, I was new there. It's scary. And it is. But yeah. it's, it's scary for everyone. Yeah. yeah, It's scary for everyone. So like, just because a church is your home and, and you're comfortable in that environment doesn't mean that it's easy for mm-hmm. you to go up and, and talk to people. So I think like, yeah, you know what? You have full permission to go to a church, um, kind of test people and put them to the challenge and then see them fail and get mad. Like you can do that. Yeah. But you're not gonna make friends, mm-hmm. right? You're just gonna be angry. Yeah. You're just gonna be upset. And to be honest, like that's setting people up for failure. Yes. Like they will fail. 
because you don't even know the impression or the the vibe that you're giving off when you mm-hmm. kind of stand there and mm-hmm. inside you're like I'm testing these people and I'm going to see if they even come up and talk to right. me and mm-hmm. and then you leave angry like you've set them up for failure but like if you go and you're like wow this is scary yeah. for everyone yes. but everyone here is nice um I'm just going to take that step that mm-hmm. one two three I'm just going to go up and talk mm-hmm. to someone and 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 like here's the thing too is like we're always called to look for lonely people. Yes. And so you might feel like a lonely person, but just because, you know, in that moment you're alone doesn't mean your mission, your calling to reach out to lonely people mm-hmm. is, is, is over. Yeah. Um, we're all called to reach out to all people and everyone is called to be intentional about community. And that's really what the church is. And Roberta, yeah. you've been saying that a lot. The church literally is just the people of God yeah. doing life together. Yeah. So I think, yeah, when you step into, this, into those environments, like you can't just be there how awkward is that? Right. Like, but you need to actually just take that step, talk to people, you know, be okay with the awkward. Like, I don't know how to wrap this up. (laughs) High energy, high energy. (laughs) But even just to ask people, the thing I've learned about, you know, moving from Edmonton to Winnipeg was one of the scariest things we have ever done in our life. Yeah. And the thing I learned about getting to know people is just ask them questions about mm. themselves. Yeah. yeah. And like, like, don't expect people to just come up to you and ask you questions. But why can't you do that? If yeah. you're wanting that, like I said, if you want to be, be that friend, go up to people, be like, what do you do for work? Where do you go to school? All that kind of stuff. Because that's going to start building conversation. And it sounds so trivial and people are gonna be like, well, of course you talk to people, like make conversation. But it's also not that easy all the time. Mm-hmm. And I think we stunt a lot of our friendships. We stunt a lot of potential friendships yeah. because we're so scared of that first conversation. Yeah, it's that fear. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, as we kind of wrap up this conversation, it's been so good. And, and hopefully if you're listening, it's been life-giving. And, and obviously we could talk about friendship for forever mm-hmm. and just all the dynamics of building relationships mm-hmm. and, and growing and, and all of that stuff. But um, as we kind of wrap this thing up, what I want to just ask each of you, like any final thoughts, any final words um, about friendship that you want to say to people and, and just encourage them in? I think, yeah, plug in to a church, find a place to serve and be that friend and don't compare. That was a lot of thoughts there. <laughs> but I feel like if those things, if you plug into a church, you serve, you don't compare and you be a friend, you're going to make some incredible relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think as important, I mean, this is about friendship and I friendship is amazing and so important but I think if you're feeling lonely if if that's a deep loneliness you're not just going to find it in another person Mm. or in a friend like you need to be looking to Jesus to fill that and so I think recognizing and remembering that like the Lord is our friend yes as well and so and putting time into that friendship and that relationship Mm -hmm. and through prayer and spending time in worship and reading your Bible and Mm -hmm. so I think that's really important too Mm -hmm. yeah so obviously Um, we can't cover everything and we can't say everything. Um, but I think like for me, it comes back to being intentional. Yeah. It comes back to being intentional. And I think like if you can put yourself in those environments, if you can, uh, you know, will yourself, challenge yourself, Mm -hmm. get yourself to step out. Um, you're going to make incredible friendships, um, over time. And Mm -hmm. that's the, that's the huge thing is it takes so much time. It's a long game. Like, and even if you put in a ton of effort, it's, let's say you hung out every day for a month. Like that's not going to all of a sudden give you this mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. You're going to have a great friendship, but like it's longevity. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's time over time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, um, put in that time, step out, be intentional, take risks and, and be bold with your friendships. And then before you know it, 
looking back at after four years yeah. Of, yeah. of just loving each other and being there for each other, uh, you're going to have some amazing friendships. And then finally, as we wrap up, I would just say um, counsel. Get some mm-hmm. counsel in your life. Have those DTR talks where you just like say, hey, I, I just want you to play this role in my life mm-hmm. and, and I need you to play this role in my life. And then from there, you're going to grow a really, really deep relationship. Well, thank you so much, Amy, for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much. Loved having you on here. (laughs) It was fun. Okay, bye, everyone. Love you so much. Bye. Bye.